Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you and I hope you enjoy this episode. Happy New Year! We made it. We're here. Everybody say together. Come on, one, two, three. We made it. We're here, 2023. It feels good. It just feels there's something in the air this morning. It just feels good. It's good to be in church. Good to see you. Grateful to have you in the house. If you're new or visiting our church this morning, welcome. We're glad you're here. Glad you're a part of the service and uh, just believe in God's best for you in your life. That's why we're here today, because God loves His people. Amen. Awesome. Online, we're grateful for you too. You almost made it. No, just kidding. We love you. It's great. And we're just glad you're a part of the service as well. It's not as good as it is in here, in there, but it's almost as good. So there you go. Awesome. Thank you, team. You're amazing. Love yous. Happy to be in church this morning. You know, this is sometimes, I think, a service where pastors will take the weekend off, you know, and not me. Not me. I'm here. I'm fired up. I'm ready to preach. People are like, oh, you're going to take January 1 off. It's the day after New Year's Eve. I'm like, no, I'll be here. I got a word in my heart for you this morning. So I hope you're ready. I hope you came ready to receive. Maybe you just fumbled in here today and you're like, man, I just need to get to church on the first day of the year. Well, I'm grateful you're here as well because, you know, God will honor that. And he's going to speak to you in an amazing way. Well, I thought what I would do, because there's plenty out there at the moment about, you know, uh, how to start off well and all that sort of stuff. I just wanted to remind us of a few things as we begin a brand new year. And then I'm going to preach a word. But some of you might be new or don't know these things, but we're really uh, a church that believes in putting things in place so you can succeed in your spiritual life. Okay, so I just want to remind you of a couple of things. And this could be a good reminder for January 1 of 2023, but... If you're looking for a devotional this year, we have one in the storehouse that, that we love. It's Oswald Chambers um, devotional. And, um, and actually, we as a family, we do this devotional together. I've been doing this devotional for years. Jill actually gave me this devotional on our very first Christmas together years ago. And I still have it and I still use it and I love it. But I'd love to give this to someone today. But I just want to remind you, if you don't have a devotional, we have these in the storehouse for you. And that's the whole point of the storehouse is resource so you can, you can win in life. And I know who I'm going to give this to. I'm going to give this to my friend Daryl, who's here this morning. I saw him. And I give this to you, brother. This is for you. Happy New Year. Thanks, man. Love you, man. Believing this is going to be a great year for you. In Jesus' name. So what else was on my list? As I run back up here, I had a few other things written down that I wanted to remind everyone about. The devotional is there. Don't forget to download the app. Okay, If you haven't down downloaded Colonial's app, um, that is the main place where we as a church do everything within. We try to, we're trying our best as a church to always streamline, make things more efficient. Um, that is the place. So if you're wondering, how do I find something out about church? How do I get into a group? How do I do things? Um, how do I RSVP for events and whatnot? The app is the place to go. So if you haven't downloaded it, please go to the app store, wherever you download apps, and just download it. 
Um, the next thing I was going to say is inside the app, we have a sign-up for the mailing list. And we send out uh, you know, emails every single week. It's got all the pertinent information about church. I don't want you to miss anything. This is why I'm saying this right now. And I don't want you to miss anything that's happening, you know, um, new things that are coming up, stuff that's going on in the life of church. We're a busy church. Uh, this year will be no different. <laughs> there are no plans to change that aspect of who we are as a church. There's going to be lots going on, so get signed up on the mailing list in the app. Follow us on social media, okay? Instagram, Facebook, um, you know, it, it's just, you know, we, we sort of started our church using Instagram as a platform to get the word out. Um, you know, there is one redeeming facet about social media these days, which is for churches, you can get the word out, okay? And you can, you, can, you can take what the world's doing, redeem it in Jesus' name, and use it for His glory. And so just, down, just, just follow us on Instagram, then you'll get the updates. And then finally, why don't you just decide, if you haven't already this year, to get in a group? It's like revolutionary stuff. But if you're not in a group, can I just encourage you? My pastoral encouragement on January 1, why not get in a group? Okay, we have dinner parties that meet all over the city. We've got them strategically set up in different places that you can, you can attend. Um, we'll find a place for you. So we have uh, dinner parties. We have wild men discipleship groups, which are our men's group. We have men's prayer groups that are happening midweek. Um, we also have uh, woven sisterhood um, dinner parties happening as well. And so there's plenty of opportunities to get into a smaller part of the church, okay? So um, so get in a group. Just look that up. Again, that's in the app. That's how you sign up. That's how you find it and whatnot. And then finally, and the most obvious is this year, be in church. Okay? Sound good? And there's a reason that we're here today on January 1 is because we believe in being in church. <laughs> Okay, and it's the reason that we had church on Christmas morning on a Sunday is because we as a church believe you need to be in church. There's a reason that the Lord's Day is the Lord's Day. It's because He knows what's best for us, okay? All right, if you've got your Bibles, open with me to John chapter 10. I'm excited to read the Word to us this morning and for us to always get the Word of God in church this morning. Hopefully you had a great Christmas and you were blessed, and you had a great time with your family. We had an amazing, if you weren't here on Christmas morning, it was actually awesome. It was so fun. I, I think I was, I was having the most fun of anyone, because um, we had the kids come up and line up all here in front of us in the stage and hold their favorite toys up, and um, I saw Connor Burke's uh, shot Cade on the drums with a Nerf gun, uh, which was awesome, and so we had a good old time. It was awesome. All right, John chapter 10. Starting in verse 7, it says this, So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. And Jesus says it again. He says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Verse 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. 
He flees because he is a hired hand, cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep. This is an important verse. Verse 16. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. This is the Gentiles. This is you and I. I must, I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay down my life of my own accord. I have the authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I've received from my Father. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your word today. Father, we're grateful the beginning of a brand new year, Lord. To consider your word, Father, to receive your word, to allow your word to wash over us, to make us clean. Father, I just thank you that your word, it always builds us up. Father, Jesus said that the scriptures are unbreakable, Lord. And so, Father, I thank you for the, the, the steady nature of the word of God in our lives, the way it just builds us, the way it grows us, the way it helps us, God. And so, Father, I pray that that would be in abundance today. In church. Father, we pray for colonial kids that it would be the same for them. Bless them as well. In Jesus' name, we all said. Amen. Well, here we are, January 1, beginning of a brand new year. What are the things that people think about at the start of the year? I know you're already going there. Maybe you've already been going there as you approach New Year's Eve. I like to take this time as a time of reflection to think about the end of the year, think about all the things that have happened, to think about the the possibilities of a new year. So it's this amazing time of two things where we're reflecting on what's happened, but then we're considering what could happen. I was reading this week about common New Year's resolutions. I was doing some study on it and I wanted to show these these were the 10 top the top 10 New Year's resolutions for 2022, the year that was. The first one, lose weight. Second one, eat healthier or change diet. Get fitter, take more exercise in. Spend more time with family and friends. Be more aware and take care of mental health. Sort out finances and cut back spending. Travel more. Take up a new hobby, sport or other interest. It's common for the beginning of a brand new year to think about and to make some changes and decide that this is what I'd like to do. This is what I'd like to see. These are some changes. Can I just encourage you? It's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. And for me, sometimes I can think and I can look ahead to a brand new year and it can seem daunting. Maybe this is you as well. But I can look ahead and just be like, man, there's so much to accomplish. There's so much to do. There's so much that's going to take place. And there's so much ahead and sometimes it can weigh down on you. But it leads my heart to think about things like this. What, what do I not want? What, what, what do I want to make sure that I don't miss this year? What are the things I want to make sure that I have? What are the must-haves for a brand new year? And I felt like the Lord began to speak to me. So the title of my message this morning is this. If you want to write this down, you'll need this in 2023. This is the title today. You'll need this in 2023. But really, 
It's not what you'll need, it's who you'll need in 2023. What does a life with Jesus mean for me and you in 2023? That's what I want to talk about today. Because we could talk about the things that the things that we need and the stuff we need, might need and the stuff that we feel like we need to grab a hold of and have in our lives. But the truth is, it's not what we need this year, it's who we need this year. And his name is Jesus. And I want us to consider that today. I want us to think about that today. What does a life with Jesus mean for me in 2023? So we're going to look at that at the end. I've actually got a faith declaration for us. We like to do this every year, a faith declaration for the year ahead. Okay, you ready? There's a faith dynamic that exists now for the year ahead. And it's this, invitation and response. A doorway and a choice. That's what's presented to you today for the year ahead. It's what we see here in John chapter 10 and verse 8. Jesus says, All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. He says, I am the door. Look at these words. If anyone enters by me, there it is, the invitation, the opportunity, the potential. Right there, he says, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. There's an invitation that awaits you today and you've been issued it. It's arrived. It's come to the seat you're in right now. I believe if you're here today, you're looking for the invitation. You're ready to receive the invitation. If you're here and you're considering, you're thinking about the things of God of the first day of the year, then you're ready for it. But what does Jesus offer his followers if they take up this invitation? That's what I want to talk about today. What does it look like to say yes to Jesus this year? Point number one this morning, Jesus offers forgiveness. What does a life with Jesus look like in 2023? What does that life offer me and offer you? I want to boil it down to some simple things. Jesus offers forgiveness. And if you choose to live for Jesus in 2023, you will live a life forgiven. You will live a life forgiven. Because he came to make a way for you and I. The portal is the doorway, but it's a doorway, listen to me friends, of forgiveness. That's what it is. Sometimes we can get this part of faith wrong where we think, oh, I can follow Jesus and then I'm going to have good things. I can follow Jesus and I'm going to be blessed. And you will. I can follow Jesus and I'm going to have this great life. Can I just encourage you? It starts with this place. Jesus offers forgiveness of sins. That's what he offers. And yes, there are benefits. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Yes, there's a life of faith that produces fruit. And yes, there's all these great things, but it starts with the forgiveness of sin. And in the church, sometimes we stop talking about this, but we need forgiveness. And Jesus offers forgiveness to us because through Jesus, we are no longer enemies to God. Psalm 103 verse 1 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Look at verse 3. Who forgives all your iniquity and heals all your diseases. Look at the progression right there. 
Maybe you've never seen these two things together. I believe this is going to unlock something for someone today. I'm fired up about this. It says, who forgives, this is speaking of Jesus, this is speaking of faith, this is speaking of following God, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases. Some of you will experience physical healing in 2023 because you've forgiven someone you need to forgive. Because it's inside of God's forgiving nature that his healing is released. That that somewhere in your life, you're believing for healing to come, but it hasn't come into your life because you haven't forgiven yet. I mean, this this isn't me saying it. This is the word of God. But I believe it. (laughs) It It says he forgives all your iniquity but then he heals all your diseases. See, God has forgiven the inside of you and he also wants to heal the outside of you. But what we need to do is we need to live in his forgiveness. We need to be immersed in the forgiveness of God, which means that as forgiven people, we need to forgive. And so I don't know what encouragement that is for you today, but can I just encourage you? But if there's someone you need to forgive, the best thing you could do on January 1 of a brand new year is forgive and clean out your heart. And just say, you know what, from this from this point on, Lord, I'm not taking another step forward in 2023. I'm going to forgive that person. I'm going to let go of that thing. I'm going to release myself from the, from the prison of unforgiveness right now. And I'm going to choose to claim your healing for my life. Because this is what God does. This is what Jesus does in our lives. He offers forgiveness. But as part of that, as we experience his forgiveness, we also have to release it into our own lives. Forgiveness and healing go hand in hand in God's kingdom and God's economy. Forgiveness and healing. I just want to say this, 2023, the enemy does not want you forgiven and forgiving. Because he knows how much blessing it produces. This is what happens when you forgive people. It gives you freedom. It gives you grace. There's a lightness that comes over you. There's a, there's a sense of, 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 of just bliss in your life. You just feel like, man, I can, I, can, I can do anything. Because I've forgiven and that burden is gone. Can I just encourage you? Just let it go. Whatever it is, let it go. Give it to God. Say, God, I trust you. Though I may have been wronged, I trust you, Lord. And I forgive that person and I know that you'll take care of me. Does that sound good? So Jesus offers forgiveness this year. Number two, you ready? Jesus offers leadership. Jesus offers lead because he is leading the way. So he makes a way, but then he leads us along the way. That's what I love about God is he sets it up, but then he shows us how. Jesus offers leadership this year. And if you say, I'm all in for Jesus, 2023, I'm a follower of God, 2023, then he's going to give you leadership. Psalm 23 and verse 1 says, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. See, Jesus, he offers leadership but my question today, friend, is will you give him that place of leading? 
See, you and I, we're the sheep. Just going to let that just sit. You and I are the sheep. He's the shepherd. There's far too many Christians trying to be shepherds of their own souls. You don't want to lead yourself. That's a terrible way to live. Because what happens is, is you start to lead yourself, and what happens is you lead yourself in circles. And then if something happens, something breaks in your life, and you look up and you're like, oh, God, where are you? And hopefully, you say, I'm sorry, God. Can you lead me through this? Here's the truth today, is we are meant to be sheep, not shepherds of our own souls. Sheep aren't meant to lead themselves. The shepherd is the only one who can bring the leadership that they need. Are you trying to lead yourself? Are you trying to lead your own life? Because the shepherd can only do certain things. The shepherd is the only one that can redeem you. The shepherd is the only one who can restore you. The shepherd is the only one who can bless you. That's his job, not your job. And I just want to submit to you today, humbly, lovingly, pastorally, don't lead yourself. It's the worst thing you could do. Submit your life to the leadership of Jesus Christ, the great shepherd, and allow yourself to be led by him. Can I just encourage you? You know what leadership means in the kingdom of God? Lordship. And maybe you've never come around this place, to, to this place in your spiritual life yet. Can I just encourage you? It's a great time to do it. If Jesus is leader, Jesus is Lord. There have been many times in my faith journey where I have edged God out of the leading role in my life. Many times. And sometimes it's been unknowingly. Sometimes it's been because I felt challenge, I felt struggle, I felt pressure, I felt stress, and so I felt like I need to do this. Have you been there? No one's being honest in church this morning. Because <laughs> we've all done this. And sometimes it's okay because God is kind. Remember, we studied His kindness. He's a kind God. But there are times where I was trying to do it in my own strength. I was trying to lead Jill and our kids. I was trying to do, do it on my own. I was just like, man, I'm trying to, I'm, God, I'm trying to figure this out. And he's like, why? Let me figure it out. That's what I'm here for. I'd love it if you could write this down. This is a great thing to grab a hold of this year. His leadership is also his lordship. And there are many people, I believe, that, that want to know Jesus, that want to be helped by Jesus. Come on, somebody. That want to be healed by Jesus, but they refuse to let him be Lord. If he is your leader, if he is your shepherd, he is your Lord. And there's no way around it. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. They're connected. You want to not want? I don't know about you, but I want to be blessed. I want to be restored. 
I want to be built up. I want to be, I want to be, uh, I want to, I want to lie down in a nice piece of grass sometime. <laughs> the only way is if he's Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I make a terrible great shepherd, but I can make it as a sheep. Jesus offers forgiveness, number one. Jesus offers leadership, number two. Or Lordship, number three, this year, Jesus offers wholeness. What does that mean? Through discipleship. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about discipleship this year. Why it's so important that we as followers of Jesus walk close to the master. That's what discipleship is. It's walking closely to the master. That through that process and through that journey of of coming in and out of the doorway of Jesus, the great shepherd, the one who cares for the sheep, what happens is that proximity to Jesus and his door comes healing, but also comes wholeness. Listen to me, friend. He wants to make you whole today and this year, but that will only happen through an encounter of his grace. See, Jesus, he offers wholeness. He loves you so much that the, the place that you're in today is not the place that he wants you in at the end of this year. That process of wholeness he wants to bring about in your life. Can I just encourage you? It's God's grace towards you. He wants to make you whole this year. But that's only going to happen when he's the shepherd, when he's the one, when he's the, 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 the one that you're fully surrendered to. And can I just encourage you, what's a very good thing to do is to, to surrender your life to Jesus all over again. And maybe you've never heard that in church before, but can I just encourage you, you should wake up every day and say, God, I give you my life all over again. I can't do this without you. Lord, I don't want to do it without you. So I give my life to you again. Psalm 23 verse 2 says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. I'm praying and believing for green pastures in your life this year. It says he leads me beside still waters. I'm believing for some still waters, some calm in your life this year. I'm believing that you might have been in some choppy waters in 2022. I'm believing that 23 is going to be the year of calm waters, still waters, which, which means peace in our lives. It means peace in our heart in Jesus' name. It says he restores my soul. It's going to be a year of restoration upon you. In 2023, it's going to be a year where there's going, to be, there's going to be things that are restored into your life that were better than they were before. Because Jesus is your shepherd. It says he makes me, he leads me, he restores me. Why? Because he's a God of restoration. He's a God of hope. And he wants to make you whole today and this year. So I wanted it, if we could as a church, I'd like to issue a faith declaration every year, the beginning of a brand new year. So come on, can we stand together? We're going to read this together as a church. Five faith declarations for 2023. And here's what I'd love for you to do. As you read these out, we're going to read them all out together. And we're going to send them to you probably on an email this week. But I, I just would love for you to, to just allow these to be a reset. Allow these to be a... Starting over all over again, God. Beginning a brand new year, beginning. New beginnings is a great thing. And just allow these to soak over you. But there are five declarations, I believe, we take these up this year 
They're going to really bless us and they're going to really help us. Can we put the first one up? So we're going to say this together. I will surrender. Come on, one, two, three. I will surrender my life to God all over again this new year. He is my shepherd. Next one. One, two, three. I will serve Jesus with my whole heart. He gets all of me. Next one. I will let God's word and spirit lead me in every area of my life. He is my leader. Next, here we go. I will choose this year the path of obedience, repentance, and submission to God. He is my Lord. Next one. I will give the enemy, I will not give the enemy any ground in my life this year and will claim spiritual territory assigned to me by God. He is my victory. If you believe it, say amen. Awesome. Five declarations for a brand new year. Believing this is going to be a great year for you. Believing it's going to be a great year for your family. I'm, going to, I'm believing there's going to be a new grace on you this year. That you're going to feel it. That you're going to sense it. You're going to walk in it. You're going to know it. And it's going to be all over your life. So with every head bowed, eyes closed, I just want to pray. Here's what I'd like to do. If you... If you if you, would, if you would like to say and declare and pray that, that this would be the year where you say, God, you are my Lord, that, that you are my shepherd, you are the one that's in control, and I want to surrender my life to you in that way. If that's you, just lift up your hand. Maybe for you, it's the first time you've ever done it. First time you said, God, you are Lord of my life. Wow. God, I just thank you right now, Father. The beginning of a brand new year. The here now is another opportunity, Lord, to surrender full control, to willfully submit our lives to you all over again, God. And last year was what it was, God. We can't go back and change it. We can't fix anything that happened. We can't do anything about it. It's in the past. But God, we choose today to look to you the author, the finisher, the king, the Lord of our lives. And so, God, I just pray your lordship into the lives of your people right now. God, I pray that you would be Lord over people's relationships, Lord over people's kids and families, Lord over people's finances this year, God, that you would assume control over every area of our lives. In Jesus' name, this year, amen. Come on, let's sing together. Let's worship. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you. Why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you to also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.